Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The following is brought to you by Face Music. What it might seem I allowed you to leave You ran away with me Set stole of my freedom And introduced me to slavery How could you betray me And trick me like I'm beneath you You manipulated trust Made me feel I could believe you Dressed up just like a soldier So my heart tried to salute you Swept me off with my feet Gave me more than I was used to Took me out of my safety Let him rape and sedate me Verbally said you love me But your actions said you hate me See a child was but a woman was healed What's afraid to speak out? Now I'm scared to conceal I bet you think you know me You judge by what you see My innocence is gone But I'm finally free
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kair, and you are now rocking with the best. Welcome to Original Native Radio, Coach K Radio, and we welcome you, welcome you, welcome you to another fabulous episode right here, Wednesday night. And we had the same schedule for Monday, but we wanted to take y'all over the hump, so we went ahead and pushed it back to Wednesday. Make sure we let y'all have some uh, smooth groove into your lifestyle as we move into the weekend here. Let you know what's going on in the big ATL and around the world, so... Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate you for listening in. Tonight, as always, we are bringing that heat. We do not delay or beat around the bush when it comes to tackling the tough topics here at Coach K Radio. Um, as you know, we're all about sex, money, and relationships, but there's a high end and then there's a low end. And so tonight, we love to um, bring on a topic that's all about transformations, transformations from the low end to the high end, taking it from the streets to the suites. So please sit back, light up your incense, get you a nice glass of whatever makes you feel good, and get ready to be entertained and educated and uplifted. So tonight, um, very interesting how... Coach Tyer came about with this particular subject. I was at the Hustle University homecoming a couple of weeks ago with my main man, Hotel, big ups to HustleUniversityBooks.com and HustleU.org and MakeAwayNow.com as well for all the big things I got going on over there, the big homie. And one of the honorees was a sister who was involved in bringing light to the human trafficking system here um, in Atlanta and worldwide through the form of an urban musical called Rimshot. Now, for those of you who normally listen in to my show, you know, we talked about one of my teachers, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, and the nine insights to a happy and happy and successful life. He talks about how money is made around the world, okay? And I always ask people to see that they really know about money, what are the five largest, you know, streams of income? What are the five biggest money producers in the world? And a lot of people don't know that. Number one is war. War creates the most money. But in that same top five, after war, the next four is human trafficking, or some call it the sex trade, all right? And it's up there with drug trafficking, gambling, all right? Like these are some very, very, very 
bad habits. There's no way I can get around it and try to make it sound good. War is a bad habit. Sex trade is a bad habit. Drug trafficking and drug use is a bad habit. Um, that all can be replaced. You know, war can be replaced with love and love making. You know, sex trade can be replaced with strong power couple relationships, which we're all about here at Coach K Radio. And just it just goes on and on. So I was really taken by what the sister had to say um, when it was her time to receive her award, and I approached her and said, I'd love to afford you with a platform to come on and share with my listening audience what you have to say and the research and the things that you found out, you know, that people don't know about. So that's one of the, that's that's like the main reason and how we're getting ready to get this show on the road tonight. So I definitely want all of you to get on your feet and welcome my very special guest, acclaimed playwright and social activist, a wonderful, 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 wonderful female hustler as well, because she's so successful at what she does. Y'all, please put your hands together for Angela. Hello, hello, hello. It's awesome, baby. (laughs) Thank Thank you for the warm welcome. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You gave me a warm hug when I first met you, so I said, yeah, I got to do a warm welcome for a warm person. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. I'm glad that you came. How's your day been so far today? Busy, busy. Um, we are preparing for a show on Saturday, so it's been a media day. Ironically, everything kind of landed in the same day. So I just left the Arts Reporter television show, and now I'm here with you, and I'm just excited to be here. That's what's up. Life of a rock star, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Oh, you no. Want, you want to come on and say, well, all day I haven't been doing anything, you know, just nothing. <laughs> So I know that you, uh, for the listeners who are already on board, I'm going to repeat it a couple of times, but where can people, I just want to let them know immediately, because by the time they finish listening to the show, they're going to be trying to scramble to get their tickets like tonight before 12 o'clock. Where can Mm -hmm. they go and Friday, I'm sorry, where can they go this weekend? What time does it start? And then we're going to get into everything else, the details about it. But where can they go to like, participate, to, to watch the musical that you have, and mm-hmm. uh, how much is it to get in, and where can they get tickets? All right, okay. So we are at the Rockdale County Auditorium in Conyers, Georgia. That's at 7 p.m. on Saturday night. We do one show only. You've got to get out there. The tickets are only $10, and if you want to purchase your tickets in advance, which I strongly suggest because the door rate is 15 you would go to rimshoturbanmusical.com. When you land on the home page, you'll run into a link that will take you right around there to buy your tickets for the show. Nice. So that's mm-hmm. that Rim Shot Urban Musical. Don't delay. Yes, sir. Get over there. Get over there ASAP. I'm putting that in right now so I can put it in the chat. Oh, Rim Shot Urban Musical. That's what yeah. I like about my video. You just do it right then when they're talking about it, you know. Mm-hmm. You got all that. Big fancy FCC regulated telling me what to do and all that. I do it my way. <laughs> there so, you yes. go. So we got brown paper tickets. As soon as y'all get on there, click below. I'm going to put this on my Facebook as well and on my other social media. 
Just like I want everybody who's on here. Rimshot is the hashtag tonight, everybody. Rimshot Urban Musical is the hashtag. So don't talk about it. Be about it. Stop pressing the button. Y'all always on at the club, all on your phone every night and all that. So while you listen here, pull out your phone and let people know that the call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. Human Trafficking and Rimshot are the hashtags. And the website is rimshoturbanmusical.com. Don't play with it. All right. So, Angela, let's just pretend that uh, you just arrived on the planet and mm-hmm. a new planet, and people were like, who is that? Who, 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 who is she supposed to be new on this planet like that? So please <laughs> let people know a little bit um, about your background and who you are. Yes, I'll, I'll be happy to. Um, I'm a mother, first and foremost, and I am concerned with our youth and the state of the world, and maybe so much so to where I've built my entire life around it, my career, as well as my personal life. So that's where I'll begin. Um, I have a career in media that actually kind of came about after I spent a long time in higher education, and um, I had the opportunity probably about two years ago, two solid years ago, to interview a human trafficking victim on my radio program, ATL Radio. When she came on the radio program, I'm going to be honest with you, Coach K, I didn't know what human trafficking was. To be honest with you, I thought that human trafficking had something to do with the, with the drug trade. You know, you know how you hear about the moles and stuff that walk through and transport drugs? So I was like, okay, I'm getting ready to interview a criminal. I guess I'm going to try to figure out how this is going to look. It wasn't long into her interview that I realized that she wasn't a criminal at all. She had actually been turned into a product, and she'd been sold repeatedly by force for sexual favors and otherwise, even involuntary servitude, for two years here domestically here in the United States. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. And this is where the ignorance comes in. You know, a lot of times we try to say, okay, well, I get a pass because I didn't know. But I don't get a pass. Let me tell you how ignorant I was at the time of this epidemic. This was only two years ago. I literally thought that if something like that were to happen, it's only going to happen like in the deep bowels of Cambodia or in Tijuana, Mexico somewhere or somewhere far and away if something like that were to happen. That sort of thing doesn't happen here in the United States. And even if it did happen somewhere far and away, we should never displace or detach ourselves from the problems in other parts of the world because they don't affect us because, in essence, they do. But then when I found out that it was happening right here in Atlanta, Georgia, progressive Atlanta, where people are running around here riding their Bugattis and got their red bottoms on and, you know, somebody trying to figure out whether or not they can slice up dollar bills and put them on their acrylic fingernails. Clearly they wouldn't be doing that kind of mess here, not in Atlanta. And Hmm. sure enough, it turns out that it's happening here in Atlanta more so than any other city in the entire United States. When I heard that and I reflected back on the fact that I call myself a mother first, I said, you know what, i got to do something. I can't stand around and let other people run around here ignorant like me, not knowing anything at all about the epidemic. So what I did was I said, let me try this. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to let people know just my circle, my inner circle. But that really didn't go that far. 
And I said, you know, I have this background. I know all these people. You know, I have this background in higher education. And, you know, I've done all these events. Maybe I can engage these performing artists that I know and see if they might be interested in joining forces with me to bring awareness to this epidemic. And surprisingly, the majority of them went for it. I didn't have any experience. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just passionate about the cause. And it kind of worked out. Um, We are now a year in. This is a traveling production. We are bringing our anniversary show back around here to Atlanta where it all started. And um, my life has been changed. This has turned into really, I hate to sound churchy, but this is my ministry now. And I never thought that I could have a ministry. I never thought I'd be the chick to walk around talking about saving the world. That's just never been in my DNA. I just didn't think that was even about me. But it works, and um, I've changed so many lives behind this cause, and I just, there's no turning back now. Mm. Well, I, I know me as a, as a historian and one that studies, you know, a lot of things on the esoteric side, mm-hmm. it, it was in your DNA. You know, it wasn't, it, it just hadn't opened yet. You know, like a young child, a, a young woman doesn't, is not born on her menstrual cycle, but at a time when her DNA opens up, then that particular thing happens. You know, little children mm-hmm. don't necessarily uh, have certain experiences, but as they get older, then you see these things start to develop. And because they are coming out of their DNA, it, it didn't come from outside of you, it came from inside of you. So you were prompted mm-hmm. you know, for that for that to come out of you. So I'm just I'm just glad that you took a hold of, you know, took a hold of it by the, by the reins and said, I'm going to do this, and you didn't turn it down. So that's what I'm really, uh, I'm really proud of and I'm excited about. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you for what I can say. I appreciate you for saying that. Thank you. So um, now you had this, you had, you had this young lady come on and uh-huh. um, she gave you all this information. You went around mm-hmm. to the other uh, performing artists that you knew, and yeah. now you're a year in. Well, I saw somewhere in your story that you just sat down and uh, started writing. So mm-hmm. I guess, is that how, give me some background on how Rimshot got here. Yes, okay, so let me tell you how that happened. And by the way, just to let you know, she's not one of the callers, but she's actually with me the survivor that inspired the whole movement of Rimshot. So at some point we can also engage her too. But um, she, okay, so what happened was after I was vexed with this, and I said, okay, I need to go educate myself. I said, we looking up statistics. I was going on websites. I was on the Department of Defense. I said, wow, it's out here. It's huge. It's almost bigger than the drug trade. Why is it that nobody is talking about this, right? So I said, okay, you know what? Let me do what I know how to do best and just apply my knowledge base and my talents to something, to this thing, as best as I know how. So that's the first thing I did. I approached her first, told her what I had in mind, and she was all for it. She thought it would be a great idea. And um, she's, you know, all for anybody that's willing to speak about human trafficking because guess what? It's a very small group of us willing, but that's a whole other story in and on itself. No, no, that's not, no, 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 that is the story. That's not another story. That's the story. So here, this is my show. I run this over here. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about why it's so pushed under the rug. And if she's there with you, 
definitely this would be an excellent time for her to come in and um, okay. uh, share some of her story as well. I'd appreciate it. Absolutely, for sure. Hold on just a moment. We're transitioning because we just left the TV show, so let me get us situated. Um, one thing, the reason why people have a problem talking about it is because it's such a seedy subject, first of all. Second of all, people, they just they don't believe that mankind would do this, you know. I mean, we're talking about the commercial. Listen now, I know here, come on now, let me fill me on this phrase. The commercial and sexual exploitation of children. So basically what we're talking about right here is we're talking about a slave trade that involved sexual exploitation of children. Now, I've heard stories and done my research and done some digging to where they literally have involved infants in the sex trade, slave trade. It's that, and it doesn't only apply to girls. It also happens to boys. So when I saw all of this and, and I said, okay, I'm going after this, Everybody, I had a nice handful of people that said, hey, you know, that's what's up. This is a real nice sentiment. It's real sweet that you would be willing. But if I were you and I was going to go through the trouble of doing a stage production, I wouldn't be talking about human trafficking. Don't nobody want to hear about that? Why don't you choose something that most people will be feeling like, you know, supporting like breast cancer awareness or puppies or, you know, save the dogs or vegetarianism or whatever? And I said, you know what, <clears throat> I wasn't given that assignment, period. I'm not about to sit here and say, okay, well, I heard clearly what it is that I'm supposed to go after, but what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to talk about save the dogs. You know, I, it's just not, that's not what it's going to be. So even though this has been the hardest road to hold, I promise you I won't talk about anything else. I, I'm not, I can't. I wouldn't dare. Because when you're given an assignment this big, clearly, clearly I'm cut out for it, and I wasn't even aware I was cut out for it. So let's jump over here to how Rimshot was born. You said that you saw somewhere in my story that I had sat down one day and just started writing. Well, once I made sure I was clear on where the message was coming from and that it wasn't my own voice talking, I sat down to my dining room table in some of my raggedy pajamas that I'd be wearing with my rag on my head. I'm going to keep it real. And I started typing first thing I did was I went to YouTube and I said, okay, how to type, I mean, how to write a stage play, because that's how uninformed I was about writing a stage play. And um, had no formal training, had never even really sat inside of a drama class except for like a, as an elective or something way early in college and wasn't even really interested. So I said, okay, so how to write a stage play. And I saw a couple of little, you know, templates for scripts, and the story just started coming to me. And inside of four days in the same pair of pajamas and the same head rag on my head, I had the story written. Once it was done being written, I went around to my performing artist friends, my spoken word friends, my hip-hop artists that I really especially appreciated, my instrumentalists and my vocalists. None of them really had stage experience, but they had amazing talent, and they always had positive lyrics, and they always uplifted people through their messages. I said, hmm, would you guys be willing to come with me? This is going to sound crazy. I literally had to YouTube how to type the stage play a week ago. I had this idea. I've named this play a, a, a name that doesn't even make sense just because I like Erica Badu. I chose the name Rimshot because <laughs> that was a song back in the day that inspired me back when I was cutting my teeth to Neo Soul. I said, would you guys be willing to come with me? If I share this story with you that I wrote and you guys are feeling it at all, 
would you be willing to take your talent and wrap around my story and we get on a stage somewhere and we talk about it? And guess what? I want the story to run a parallel to human trafficking. When people open up the program, they'll see all these statistics and they'll hear all this information about this epidemic and they'll be almost tricked into learning about this. Because guess what, Coach K? If I invite people out to come and sit and listen to a symposium about human trafficking, there might be four or five people there. But guess what? If I tell them to come out and see a dynamic, engaging, exciting play, they'll be almost tricked into learning about it. And it's work. The formulas actually work. More people tell me on a regular basis that had it not been for Rimshot, the play, they wouldn't know about human trafficking. And now we've branched out other advocacy efforts that are related to our project. And that in and on itself is just bananas. I'm I'm still floored by the whole idea of it all. Hey, it's, well, stop getting, get up off the floor then and get back to work. That's what I say. People who got a righteous <laughs> cause ain't got no time to be on the floor. Get your behind back up and get I can't applaud you while you're laying down on the floor. You get back up and let me hold my hands together and step in this hand and get over this next wall. So you're only a year in, so I want to see where you're five years down where we start having these uh, having these success stories. So I love I, I love the strategy that you are using because you're right. Sometimes you have to uh, trick people into their blessings, you know, yeah. so, they can, so, they can start to, so they can start to understand, hey, this is a place, you know, I, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. So now you're letting them know. So I think that's I think that's totally amazing. I'm just, just proud and just, I'm just happy that all of this is coming together, you know, so. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I am too. Yeah. Let me tell so, you about Rinsha itself. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right. Um, by the way, Chong Kim, the survivor who inspired the whole movement, is getting ready to call in. Um, Rimshot Urban Musical is not the unfolding of human trafficking on stage. That would be a miserable experience for most people, right, including me. But the beautiful part about Rimshot is that we tell the story about a young girl. Now listen to the form. This little girl, hold on, real quick for me. I'm sorry, I'm transitioning. Can you hear me okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry about that. This little girl is 16 years old, and her goal in life is to be like the next Rihanna, the next Miley Cyrus, the next, you know, whoever. You know, she wants to go in. And this little girl is almost dizzy over this entertainment industry. And she family has all of these financial problems, and she wants to use her talent to be a benefit to her family. And she's being preyed upon by music executives who really have ill intent for her. What they want is for her to wear less and less clothes. They want her to get more and more lewd in her lyrics. They want her to shake it, left cheek, right cheek, whatever, in order to be relevant in the entertainment industry. And guess what? This little girl is faced with a lot of people who come to her and basically um, guide her into maybe, I'm not going to give it away, maybe making the right decision. But you see all that she goes through with issues of peer pressure, um, self-image, images in media, 
um, the content of our music that our children, our young people are listening to right now. And um, we kind of explore that in Rimshot. So guess what? The play is appropriate for all ages because we need to be able to speak to the young people who are being trafficked. See, one thing, a, a bad approach to talking about human trafficking is to sit around in knitting circles and sip on tea with 30- and 40-year-olds talking about how terrible the epidemic is, and meanwhile nobody's bothering to tell the young people who are being victimized and being targeted. So when they come out and see Rimshot, they come and see the story, they get it right away because there's a lot of kids in the audience that want to be the next big thing, especially here in Atlanta, Georgia, right? And so... This gives them an opportunity to come into a relatable story, get some messages about peer pressure, self-esteem, self-image, and other things, images and media, but at the same time, they also, as a byproduct of coming, they get educated about human trafficking. Mm. There you go. That's, that's one of my philosophies, educate your way to the top. Educate mm-hmm. your way to the top. Let people, let people fully know um, the aspects of what's out here so they can be more well-informed and then they can help, as I call them, they can be uh, Rimshot ambassadors or Coach K ambassadors or, you know, uh-huh. Hustle University ambassadors. That's that's the important, for me, that's the important piece right there. So I'm, definitely, right. I'm definitely feeling that. That is, that is delightful. Now, your... Um, our other guest, her name is Chong Kim. And what na- and what number is she calling from? What's her, um, the area code she's calling in from? What is it? Two one four should be the area code. All right. So what I want to do is I want everybody to get on their hands, get on their feet, not their hands, get on their feet once again and put their hands together as we welcome a survivor a winner, someone who is here to motivate us and educate us. Put your hands together for John Tim. It's awesome, baby. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us tonight. How are you? I am doing great. I appreciate that. How has your day been thus far? How is what? How has your day been so far today? It has been a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. Les Brown said, uh, never, what do you say, never claim a bad day. Every day above ground is a good day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so introduce yourself to my audience. Everybody everybody's, you know, wants to know you and wants to hear, 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 uh, hear your story, so... What's your background, where you're from, how'd you grow up, and then how'd you end up on my radio show tonight? Okay. My name is Chong Kim. I'm, my native country is from South Korea. I came here in the United States in Dallas, Texas, when I was a toddler. I grew up in the south part of Oklahoma City. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> so I have seen chickens, pigs, and horses. So I always tell people that I'm an Asian redneck. (laughs) Gotcha. I love to make people laugh. Um, I consider myself a fighter. I do not let anything get me down. 
And one of the things that uh, my son's father actually taught me these key words. He says, I don't care where you came from. I want to know where you're going. I don't care what hurt you. I want to know what you're going to do about it. Those were the key words he taught me that made me the person I am today. I am a survivor of abuse, rape, domestic violence, as well as human trafficking. But one of the things that I do not like when people come out to me and say, I'm sorry this happened to you, or they feel pity. I want them to rejoice with me that I'm standing and I'm speaking because I am not allowing any of those traffickers to hinder my spirit. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Indomitable. Indomitable. I love it. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, I have a movie out. It's called Eden. But on Netflix and also on Amazon, you can find it under Abduction of Eden, played by Jamie Chung, who played in Hangover 2, Grown Ups, and also the new TV series, Once Upon a Time, who played Mulan in that TV series. But Jamie Chung plays me in, my, in this movie called Eden. And one of the things that um, I want people to know that it is not a documentary. I have people literally asking me little things from the film. But um, I am having a memoir coming out next year. Uh, The original title was Broken Silence. Now it's to be determined because now that I have healed and spiritually have grown as a person, the title will change. But if you want to learn more about me, you can find me on Facebook as well and as Twitter. Just look up Chong Kim, or if you are associated with um, Andrew Carswell or on Rimshot, you can find some of my posts on the Rimshot uh, Facebook page. And um, the other thing that I want people to understand, the most important thing about human trafficking is that, um, well, actually, let me take a step back. About two months ago, I was asked to speak at a juvenile detention center for boys. And there was a cop that was talking to these kids, but he got really religious. He told these kids, you need to get your life together or you're going to go to hell. God doesn't like bad kids. And these kids were rolling their eyes, yawning, and I said, you know what, kids, they are not listening to you. So when I got up to speak, I told these kids, I said, you want to be a drug dealer? Go into pharmaceuticals. Want to be a... uh, you know, want to be a hustler? Go into investment. Want to flip trades? Go into real estate. Anything you find on the street, go into something better. Because I'll tell you this much. When you get caught or something is lost, you don't have insurance to claim it. But if you go into these legitimate businesses, then you got insurance. You got, um, you know, legal security. What's you know, and then you can also retire on a really nice check. So one of the things I told these kids, you know, and this one kid, he said to me, you know, he said, well, he said, there's, there's always going to be bad everywhere. And I said, yeah, there is. But you know what? Why should you contribute to it? What is, 
how is it evolving you? Because these other drug dealers, they don't care about you. All they care about is that you're a money-hungry little boy, and they will eat you up and spit you back out. And then when I started telling the boys about the saggy jeans, they started laughing. I said, oh, yeah, are you laughing now, huh? Let me tell you this, little brother. I said, let me tell you. Did you know that when you go into the prison system, all these inmates will start saying, guess what? We got fresh meat in the house. They will take between eight to nine adult men holding you down and raping you. Guess what? These boys are sitting up and pulling up their pants. I said, now you don't think it's funny. You know, one of the things that we need to understand, and I have a really good friend of mine named Mimi Ali. She's part of the Deaf Poetry, Deaf Poetry Slam over in New York City. One of the things she said is we need to re-educate kids about what is hip-hop. Hip-hop is not Little Wayne. Hip-hop is not, you know, 2 Chains and Wiz Khalifa. Hip-hop was when it was Arrested Development, when it was, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony and all those classic people. I asked this one kid, he thought he knew everything about being a rapper and everything. I said, who's Cool Modi? Do you know who that is? He said, no, then you don't know hip-hop. I said, step aside, son. And then this other kid, he said, yeah, I live in a project. So I looked at him, I said, really? Are there popos in a project? I said, are there popos in a project? He said, what are those? You don't know what a popo is? It means cop. And he said, yeah, they're all, they're all the time. Then you're not in a project. Because a real project is when a cop doesn't even want to be there because they're so afraid. They, if you got your knee shot, they'll say, oh, you, gotta, you have to limp your way to the outside city limits before we will go come and pick you up. And I told these kids, I said, you're nothing but thuggaby. That's what it is. You're nothing but thuggaby. You know, and one of the things I saw, I saw a status I love so much. It says, you know what? Find a man with find a man or woman with dreams and ambition instead of a person with swag because swag cannot pay the bills, it will not keep you survive, will not cover you with a roof and a bed. So swag may be all that right now, but pay attention to your mind, open your heart, and realize that you don't have to be part of this ugly epidemic. Be empowered, like India Ari, Alicia Keys, Common, and all those amazing people, Jill Scott. Be above the influence. And that's one of the things that, that well, as an Asian American, I told a friend of mine, I said, you know what I aspire about black history? Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, you know, Abby Walker, all these other people, they inspire me. Because growing up in the all-white school in Oklahoma, there was nobody I could look up to. So as soon as I cracked open the books and I started reading about Rosa Parks and about all these other people who became our heroes, that's when I decided, you know what, I want to be like them. They are my heroes. I love Maya Angelou. You know, and I tell people that. They are my heroes. Not Nicki Minaj, you know, not Miley Cyrus. Be above the influence. Yeah, they may be on the top billboard today, but what about 30 years from now, 50 years from now? No one will know who they are. When I tell them, hey, you know, have you heard of uh, Color Me Bad? To the kids today, they're like, who the heck is Color Me Bad? But Color Me Bad thought they were cool back then. 
You know, these are things that we need to educate our kids. But one of the things, I had a friend of mine that went to church, and she was listening to a Katy Perry, Katy Perry music called uh, California Girls. And her kids were bobbing their heads, too. And she said, why is it when I listen to Christian music, they won't bob their heads? And I said, because they look at you. If you're not bobbing your head to that type of music, they're going to mimic what you do. So parents, quit being your children's best friend. Mm. Well, you, you, sorry, you so, you <laughs> I was on the <laughs> Oh no, it's all good. I'm a hip hop head myself, so I was just making sure I know who Color Me Bad and Moody and Africa Bambada is. So I totally, yeah. and being a historian, I understand where you're coming from. Well, um, could you could you uh, could you give us a little more insights on someone? Sorry. Who has not only made the transformation of the healing from the from the from the human trafficking, but can you give us a look? Because like one of the things that you talk, I've been to prison before, so you've never yeah. been to a male, so you've never been to a male prison. So factually, you don't know if five or six men are going to hold someone down and rape them. I I never saw that, but I do want you to tell me about what you saw inside, this is your opportunity to tell the world what you experienced and what you saw from the inside of the human trafficking. I want you to share some of your experiences so people can rip, because they have no idea of, you know, what it's like unless someone comes from there. Now, I know that if I were to tell someone what I thought it would be, that would be using the scare tactics. But I'd rather use true stories yes. of what you've seen from the inside. So that's what I'd like for you to share with us now, please. Okay. Um, I'll do phase one. Phase one was what I was being victimized when they were breaking me down as a sex slave. What they did is they had us in a storage unit. It was a warehouse. There was about 20 to 30 girls in one unit. No air conditioning, no heater, nothing. We were sleeping on bed mats that were caked in urine and feces and everything. There was a cement bucket that you can get at Home Depot, but it was empty. It was sitting in the corner. There was two buckets of them. One was filled up with water with a silver bowl in it. And the other one was where we used the bathroom. There was no toilet paper or anything, so we had to use even the clothes on our back to wipe our bottoms. We only had to eat three times a day. And let me tell you, I did not know any concept of time. We never got to see the sunlight. If we did, it was time to go see a customer. And when I did see a customer, let me tell you the customers that I had. The customers I had, they were from politicians to dirty cops to um legislative uh, makers, they had money. And one of the uh, customers I had that bought me as a 14-year-old Japanese girl when I wasn't, he told me, I never heard of a Chinese pig squeal. So I want you to squeal for me, little piggy, is what he said to me. So he took his necktie, wrapped it around my neck, and pulled the string so I could choke. By that time, I ranked up as a madam. 
I didn't want to be a madam because I thought it was cool. I became a madam to get out of the day-to-day abuse. I'm talking about they will put me in an ice tub with my body naked in a closet tub. They will hang me on a butcher's hook and beat me like I am a dead cow. If that didn't work, guess what else they would do? They would line me up with the youngest girl in the group, have me love her and mentor her. And then if I did anything wrong, she was the one that would be held down on a bed, hogtied, and I had to witness her being raped and sodomized. That mm. was the worst torture I ever went through. And so when I ranked up as a madam, my whole view changed. When I thought about being a madam, I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rank up so that way these stupid idiots can buy me out and I can rescue the girls. That was my intention. By that time when I ranked up, I realized that the head trafficker were best friends with some of the biggest politicians in the United States. And when I saw that, I was more scared than anything, than any abuse. And after that, the only thing that comes to my mindset at that moment was, if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. So I started opening up an escort service. When now, I how, was old, how, old, how old were you? How old were you at this time? Twenty years old, in Las okay. Vegas. And I'll tell you what: I had IRS calling me, saying, "Oh, if you're going to open up an escort service, we deserve forty percent. If you, as long as you pay your taxes." You are protected as an entertainment industry. When, let me tell you this. When you see people getting busted for trafficking, you have to pay attention. Because the only people that get busted for trafficking are people of color, are people of undocumented, that have undocumentaries, and as well as the social demographic. But if you've got money, you're protected. And just like I said on the uh, TV show earlier that I was on, I mean, Elliot Spitzer, he dealt with, with a prostitute, slap on the wrist. Bill Clinton, he had an affair, slap on the wrist. You know, Charlie Sheen, he's been busted with prostitutes a couple of times, slap on the wrist. They got money. And these are things that we need to start realizing when we say we need to combat this issue. The first thing we need to realize is that our world is so corrupt. What can we do about it? Second of all, we need to start taking away the title, prostitution. Children do not choose. So we need to eliminate that away from the word child. Because as long as people think of child prostitution, they will have that imminent um, prejudice about that child. They'll think, oh, they're troublemakers, they're rebellious. They've probably been into two, three, or four times. And so, but when I, in 1997, when I ranked up, when I started realizing how corrupted this ring was and how bigger it was, I mean, this trafficking ring was not something that you find a pimp on the corner of G-Love. I'm talking about these were Russian and Albanian moms. They were also included with the Korean and Japanese moms with all these Asian massage parlors. 
There are times I'm like, I can't believe they're a Korean massage parlor and they're trafficking children. And it makes me so mad. But even people in my culture will say to me, you need to be quiet. No, I'm done being quiet. I'm going to speak out loud because that's the voice God gave me. And so, and that's why I'm here. And I'm happy. And I'm happy you're here. Hold on, I got something for you right here. Okay. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I yeah. know you and Angela. I know you and Angela make a dynamic team right here, boy. Yes, yes, yes. What I want to do. Yes. Uh, what I gotta do real quick though is I want to uh, make sure people know all about rim shots. So y'all sit right here for 59 seconds. And I'll be right back after I do this quick drop. Peace. Okay. Middle Georgia Productions and ATL Radio presents Rimshot Urban Musical, nominated ATL's Hottest Stage Play 2013. Rimshot Urban Musical integrates the works of a dynamic group of positive and innovative musicians, artists, scribes, and dancers while conveying an engaging, educational, and stimulating message. How far would you be willing to go for fame? Fortune. Things aren't always what they seem. The highly anticipated Rimshot Anniversary Celebration is on November 23rd at 7 o'clock at the Rockdale County Auditorium in Conyers, Georgia. To secure your tickets today, visit www.rimshoturbanmusical.com. Follow the movement on Facebook at Rimshot Urban Musical or call us at 678-306-3616. Rimshot Urban Musical. Performing arts for social change. Yeah, and we're back. So stay radio live and direct. And the hits just keep on coming. I'm here live tonight with Angela and Chan Kim from Rimshot, and we're talking human trafficking, the industry. We're talking the urban musical, and we are shining light on the taboos that everybody else is trying to push up under the rug. So. Thanks for joining us, and we're going to keep this party rolling. Um, Angela, I know you have some uh, dynamic cats on your team because you wouldn't be as successful and it wouldn't be continue to be requested and, and moving around if the team wasn't dynamic. So uh, you sent me some really hot music. I did listen to all of it. You know, I listened to the Sudoku the Now Now Me, the Beautiful, the uh, Exile, Can I Be Honest, the Blue Spectrum. And I got to play a couple of these tracks. So, um, yes. And also some of your friends are on, too. Uh, Reggie Love is in the building, and Exile is in the building. So I got them right. over there rubbing their hands together. So I'm going to let you be the DJ right now, and you give me the intro and let me know what you want to lead into first. Okay, okay. Well, no doubt. Look, if Exile is on the line, We'll lighten the mood just a little bit. This is the newest addition to our cast. He actually plays one Team Dirty Money, which is actually one of the executives in the play that's trying to get a hold of these little girls for the wrong reason. And he has an amazing song called Look What I've Done. And uh, it, it's real playful and cool. But check him out. That's how the experience is a really hot hip-hop artist. Let's play his set first. That's what's up. Y'all put your hands together for Exile. Do a thing, money go 
Yes, yes, I love it, I love it, I love it. Put your hands together for my man. It's uh... It's awesome, baby. So, Angela, where'd you find this? Um, this bananas artist there, right here. <laughs> Exile has been a dear friend for a long time. Back when I first got my start, Reggie Love and I got our start in radio. Um, back two years ago, we started a concept called the Radio Industry Mixer. And Exile was one of the very first people that came to our very first mixer. Our mixer had like six people. We was deep. And uh, <laughs> we had an opportunity to really, really break bread. The mixer's grown a lot since then, but he was one of the first people at our first mixer. And I stayed in close touch with him because not only is he a very talented hip-hop artist, but he also has a work ethic that's out of this world. He's just an amazing guy, and it made real. It made a lot of sense to add him to the production. Mmm. Snatched him up. Quick draft pick. I don't blame you. I was just mm-hmm. talking to my uh, my cousin's uh, uh, engineer down at Patchwork, and he was talking about one of the things that uh, really gets people to sign is that they have, you know, insane work ethics. You know, that's what the success will do. So let me go ahead without further ado. And y'all put your hands together and bring on this guy. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, what to do, Lord? And then, Tord, how you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great, man. I'm just um, sitting back here enjoying the show, and I um, appreciate you having me on. What's up, Ange? <laughs> What's up, Exile? <laughs> Yeah, man, but I'm just enjoying the show. you got a great program going on here, and um, I just uh, appreciate you having me on. Hey, well, that's what's up, man. We thank you for coming. Let let uh, let people know, you know what I'm saying, what is Exile all about, you know what I'm saying, where the tagline come from, what's the brand all about, you know, and, um, you know, what were you doing before Rimshot and before the industry mix? How do you, how, you know, what's your background story, how you mixed up with Angela? Um, well, the tag came from... I mean, when I was just a kid, I used to uh, draw comic books, and um, the character that I made up when I was little was um, was Exile, and the tag name just stuck with me from from since I was little till now. So it just it just seems to fit, and um, basically, I, it was just happenstance, really, how I how I ran into um, ran into Angela. I'm trying to figure out. I think it, was, it must have been like Meetup.com, because I'm always like to get out into the city and meet as many new people as possible, just to get my face out there. And just so happens I met Angie and Reggie Love that night and um, gave her some music. She enjoyed it. And then um, I just told her to keep inviting me, and we just stayed in close contact. And um, when the opportunity presented itself for me to get on the cast, I just jumped at it. Mm, That's what's up. That's what's up. So how have you enjoyed being with Remshot, you know what I'm saying, since the beginning? So, you were there at the beginning. You, you know, y'all got a show coming up Saturday. How have you seen? How have you seen the show grow? And what do you like about performing live like that? Um, it's been it's been great. It, um, when I first got on, um, I was slightly trepidatious because uh, I haven't acted in front, you know, of a live audience in a long time. It's a lot different from MCing. Because, I mean, you got the beat behind you, you got the music going, it's just that's my comfort zone. But acting in an ensemble and making sure that, you know, you're in your right spot and you're coming in on time, it just took me a couple of moments to really, um, you know, really get comfortable. But once I 
once I got going, man, it's, it's been great. It's been great seeing the other scenes and how those scenes connect to the scenes that I'm in and, and seeing the whole thing together, man. It's, it's really been magical. It's very exciting, and um, I really can't wait to to um, perform on Saturday to, to get this out to the people. I heard you trying to get at the ladies, you know what I'm saying? I heard you playing like a sort of bad guy character. Talk about your character for a little bit. Don't give away the whole play, but, uh, you know, talk about your character and what you do in the uh, rim shot, what people can expect when they come out and see you on Saturday. Gotcha. Well, um, I'm representing Dirty Money, and basically um, I'm the boss's right-hand man. I'm the muscle. So, I mean, you trying to get to him, you got to get through me first. And um, I'm basically... Uh, you know, the muscle, the security, and I handle what needs to get handled when it needs to get handled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he can give, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, sometimes, you know, but I'm glad that, you know, you are you that type of person, you know, in real life that is the reliable person that Angela can rely on. And she was like, yo, we're doing, a, we're doing a broadcast, and I need you to be up in there. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. So I can see that, you know, you know, acting is yeah. not really far from, you know, doing um you know, doing what you really love in real life. Right. Yeah, man, I mean, um once I said I was gonna be a part of the show, is it goes beyond just showing up day of and, you know, showing my face and, and playing my part. I wanted to to show the whole team, everyone on the cast and everyone behind the scenes that I'm dedicated to the part that I'm not playing around, and that, you know, when they need me, when I could be available, I'm going to be available. So, I mean, the least I could do is, you know, get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Now, that now that I can definitely appreciate right there. So, now, what's up, yeah. with, this, uh, what's up with this track, man? If, if your producer is listening and you don't give them a shout-out, you know it's going to be beef when you get off the phone, so... I'm going to let you straighten that out right now. You know, you might want to mention your producer, you know, how you okay. came up on the beat, you know, and uh, what came, you know, like where that track, you know, where the concept of that song came from. Well, it's funny you want me to give a shout-out to the producer because um, I am the producer on that record. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Shout-out to Exile right now. That's my dude. Known him a long time. That's the homie. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, it, that track came up. It's it's just one of those nights where I'm in the studio, I'm making beats, and I just had the, I really just had the drum track and the electric guitar part, and I just couldn't find anything to really fill up that other portion, and then I just ran into that unique little sound, just, just playing around with stuff. And then once that beat happened, I said, well, you know, this beat sounds really kind of carefree. I want to, you know, put some carefree lyrics on there. So I was like, you know, we do our thing, the money go poof, and I think everybody can relate to that. Anytime you're having fun, mm-hmm. they go all the money. <laughs> so just took it from there, man, and then just uh, it just really record wrote itself. So that's what's up, yo. That right there is definitely um, I definitely can appreciate that. That's right, and and big up exile, you know what I'm saying, and his work ethic and the journey that he's been on, you know to get where he's at. So, you know, hey, keep keep just just keep just keep driving, Lord. I mean, you know the combination. You know the formula. Now, um are you are you signed? Are you one of these or are you um unsigned hype or what's going on? What are you looking for? Are you looking to stay uh stay independent 
or what you got going on, you know, in the future just for your for your own personal career? Uh, well, right now I'm looking for management, and um, I wouldn't mind staying on the independent route just because I want to keep my creative control. But um, for the most part, just looking for management. I'm wrapping up my album right now. It's going to be done by the 1st of January, and um, look for Method and Madness, Volume 1. It's going to be coming spring 2014. Nice, nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there, so. Well, um, Angela, did he leave out anything? Because, you know, it sounds like he kind of humble and whatnot. Did he leave out anything? I'm saying, to, uh... You know what, though? <laughs> That's what's so cool about him because he's so humble and so talented, and that's a really difficult balance to find. You know what I mean? Like you got these hotheads running around here who aren't humble at all, right? <laughs> they may have a little talent, but they kind of kill themselves because no one wants to work with them. But then you have these quiet assassins like Exile to where the work ethic stands out and he pushes that out front first, and then he has the nerve to turn around and come at you with a track like the one we just heard, and you're like, Really? And I didn't even really know. I mean, you know, it's just I just appreciate him so much for what he does. That's the least of it. I mean, we've featured him on our radio program several times. Every time I hear one of his songs, I'm like, okay, this is a hit. So it won't be long before we'll all know who Exile the Experience is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could tell, I could tell just how he was talking that he got a good – 50, 50 woo bangers over there that he's sitting on, you know. So mm-hmm. we're not gonna exile. We ain't gonna put you um in the chicken wing tonight and make you get up off of that. But the next time Angela come on the show and she only send me one track to choose from, um, I'm gonna meet you down at the Georgia Dome and we're gonna have to have a talk, okay? So let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> next, next time, man, come on and give us. Come on and give us. We, we want it all. We want it all. We want it all. We ain't playing with it. Give it up. Get up all and of us. It's coming very soon. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed with this album. I'm very, very excited about it, very proud of it. I produced about 90% of it and um, got a couple of other um, producers on there that's made some bangers. So it's going to be um, it's gonna be something that the world is really going to love. Okay, that's what's up. Well, look, how can um how can people get in contact with you? You got a website or something like that? You got an Instagram? You need some more followers or what's up? Are you straight? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. You can find me there. Just search True Exile, T-R-U-E-X-I-L-E. And I'm on Facebook, Exile the Experience. And if you want to listen to all of my music, go to SoundCloud and True Exile and the number one. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, Big Brother, I definitely appreciate you um, tuning in to Zoom in with us tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks for coming through. And uh, definitely hang on the line because there's no telling. Angela may want to bring you back in for something else. So I'm going to just mute your mic and you stay on because i got to go get my man Reggie Love before we get up out of here too. Sounds good. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Peace. It's awesome, baby. Exile I got the crowd going crazy around here tonight. Good gracious, Exile. <laughs> All right, so uh, I want to spend another track before we bring Reggie Love in. Which one of these tracks is going to do him justice, you know, just just for, uh, you know, just 
just for him and all the things that he bring in. Me and him got the same last name, Reggie Love, Kyrie Love. I know he's a dynamic cat. I can't wait to bring him on and unmute his <laughs> mic. So I you got to pick up. No, I already know which song is going to be perfectly, a perfect representation of how hard Reggie Love K-Song go. We got to play No, Not Me by Knox, who plays the main antagonist in the play, the number one villain, but in real life, Man, it's it's like I have a little brother in him, so I gotta give some love to Knox on No Not Me and that'll be the perfect opener for Reggie Love K Sign. For sure enough, for sure enough. The hits just keep on coming. Knox, you was on the line, so if you listen, brother, I want you to call back in. And if you did, just press uh press one so I can uh so I can pull you back in. She just gave you the big shout out. So we're getting ready to bring in Knox right after this joint right here, but you know what they say sometimes they be on Mari Publish and they be talking about no, not me. No, not me. me. No, not Taught me better. She raised the seventh letter, and he's clever with his cheddar. I'm smoother than some lotion that was rubbed up in some leather. And I'm feeling like Drake, cause I won't kiss you forever. I ain't gotta pop bottles, I ain't gotta pop Chris. I ain't gotta pop ish, I'm got a top notch chick. Man, it's trickin' if you got it, hope you didn't get tricked. Cause I ain't flashed a damn sitting, I'm still getting thick. I ain't gotta talk big, cause my swag talk phony. They checkin' how I dress on New York, call me Sony, way above the average show, like Montana, call me Tony, okay. and I'd rather ride solo than to ride with fake homies, I ain't gotta do you, cause I'ma stick to doing me, uh-huh. I ain't tryna do you, so why you tryna do me, okay. I'ma always keep it real, keep it real as I can be, so authentic in my flesh is a certified me, you say you're running things, but you're following them, no, not me, popping bottles, but you're borrowing them, no, Me moving slow, cause I'm the one that picks the pace. This a case of spitting mace, so get a taste and fix your face. In this race to win the race, and haters hate, cause haters chase. The money that I'll make, I guess I'm saying that I'll never wait. Never stop and never quit, you better catch my level quick. Never pause for any cause until I got a bezel wrist. Never lie and never steal, but I will be forever real. Never catch me sitting still until I find a better deal. Never catch me biting styles and never been a copycat. Never been a Afraid of beef and hoping that you copy that. Never been a sloppy cat and never been a lame. Take a walk up in my shoes and you'll never be the same. You say you're running things, but you're following them. No, not me. Popping bottles, but you're borrowing them. No, not me. Rocking jewelry with big diamonds in them. No, not me. Talking big with the lying to them. No, not me. You say you're running things, but you're following them. No, not me. Popping bottles, but you're borrowing them. No, not me. Rocking jewelry with big no, not me. Talking big, but you're lying to him. No, not me. 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 No,
And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! Girl, you loaded over there. Good gracious. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I think you loaded over there, Angela. Okay, I'm just saying, I just imagine how cool it is to be able to hang around with these guys all the time. I, I think people better be trying to hang with y'all at 7 o'clock on Saturday. Let people know where they need to be at on Saturday at 7. It's the Rockdale County Auditorium in Conyers, Georgia, 903 Main Street, 7 o'clock. You've got to be there Saturday night, November 23rd. Don't wait until the day of to buy your ticket, though. Go to rimshoturbanmusical.com and purchase your tickets in advance. Not only will you get a break on the price, you won't get turned away at the door because it's sold out. you got to get out there. I'm telling you, the play is ridiculous. Uh, uh, no, I, I, I want to advertise some, too. I want some of y'all to not buy your ticket online. I want you to get there at 650 see that it's $15, and see that it's sold out. And I want you to sit stand outside while everybody else has a good time and you hear all the shouting and the hand claps. And you missed it. That's what you want. That's what you get. You know what I'm saying? So, and to tell them a little bit more about what they're gonna get when they get out there on a Saturday night. Y'all put y'all hands together for my man. He might be my cousin, Reggie Love. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's Everybody, awesome, baby. <laughs> What's up, Coach K? How you doing, bro? Ain't nothing to it but to do it, Lord. You know me, I'm blessed by the best, too sexy to be stressed and worth my weight in diamonds and gold, just like y'all. That That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I always, before I talk, I say this right here, just to make sure the atmosphere is set right. So everybody say love. 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 Yeah, there we go. There we go, man. Hey, we appreciate you having this on, brother. It's, it's, it's such a blessing. Thank you so much for allowing us this opportunity. Uh, my, my, my partner over there, AC, holding it down. Also, Tom, Kim, thank you for coming in town. Uh, we love you and continue to do what you're doing and be that victor and not a victim and, and use your uh, uh, tragedy and, and turn it into a triumph. So thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you know what we say over here at Coach K Radio, but this is a dream come true. <laughs> no, it ain't. It ain't no. It ain't no accident. So, Reggie Love, tell her, You know what I'm saying. Tell the listening audience. You know, uh, hey, like Jay Z said, now allow me to introduce myself. My name is Reggie. You know what I'm saying. L O V E. I'm gonna let you handle it from there. You, you go ahead and finish the rhyme. You know, who's Reggie Love? You know, who who is he rapping? You know, come on, fill us out. <laughs> Here we go. This this is how it all started. Man, been in entertainment for about 20 years. Seen, done a lot of stuff behind the scenes, uh, before the scenes. And uh, long story short, man, Angela, maybe about five or six years ago, um, uh, she hired me to host one of her events. And it's been a whirlwind ever since. This happened maybe about three years ago now. Uh, we've been working with each other. We used to be a part of the same networking organization called the Atlanta Breakfast Club. And then, um, you know, so we, we developed this partnership, and I became the host on her radio show, and ever since then, we've been taking off. Um, one of the first guests, and you all heard the story, I'm not going to rehash it, was Sean Kim, and when we got together, and I heard the story, Angela said, we got to do something, and we call it AC on the radio. I say, AC, let's do it. Let's what what are we gonna do? So you know, all the all the things, benefits, concerts, uh, 
uh, uh, to a dinner, to something like that. All of that wasn't good enough. And the vision came to AC about doing this production, and we said, let's ride, let's go, and this is how we're here today. And I will say this. Out of all the things I've done in the past 20 years, this is the most amazing project I have ever worked on. And I've done things from anywhere from a small Starbucks to a sold-out Georgia Dome. And this project right here is the best project I've ever worked on because it's, it's promoting positivity. We're promoting a cause that is not talked about and we're not scared to talk about it. And it is so many wonderful young people as well as adults that are being touched by what it is that we're doing. Um, what, what I want people to understand, I might be a little bit controversial here, this isn't a, a slapstick, hey, you know, uh, a buffoonery type of play. It's not just a small little church community play either. This is touching on a real issue with a, a positive message. It is uh, spiritual in nature. However, we, we hit on some points in a way that we edutain people and not just uh, hit them over the head with a lot of education and, and a lot of buffoonery either. We, we want to make sure that this message is given across and uh, it touches on, a, uh, on an issue that must be touched on. Mm. Well, I'm going to tell you, first off, like I was telling uh, AC, um, I'm the HNIC around here, so it ain't nothing too controversial. Yeah. You know, I told her, right. <laughs> this, this, this ain't regulated, you know what I mean, by the FCC. This is regulated by the ME. So, That's you know, you, you're, free to, you're free to express yourself freely, you know, uh, okay. because you got something that you got to say, you know, uh I mean, I don't promote cursing, but cursing is allowed. If you got to say something, and you get emotional for you know because because real leaders have the permission to be um, emotional, you know, because that's yes. what people want to see is they want to see authenticity and they want people to be transparent. Just like when Sean Kim told her story, you know, uh, a lot of people would try to shun that and yes. you know put that down and not admit where she came, like, they would be like, oh, I was a victim. But she said, yeah, I was a victim. Then I was a madam. Then I had a plan, yep. yada, yada, yada. And now this is where I'm at. You know, she's the real, you know, started from the bottom down here, you know. And then yeah, she got right. a very, very proficient history of hip-hop. So she definitely got high respects in my, in, in my book, so. Exactly. And, and 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 let let me say it like this too. And and Tom Kim has his sparked in me, and she's such an inspiration. She's going across the country, speaking uh, and to all of these people, young people, older people, and, and not afraid to do it. And there are so many people that are out here that that are shunning this whole entire issue. And it's one thing that I want you to understand. Um, you know, you heard Exile, Knox. He's also in it. We got a fantastic gentleman by the name of Nazar. We also have uh, 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 Z Zero, uh, NGTVZRO, and these are uh, and Justin Merritt. These are what we consider the men of Rimshot. And what I'm most proud about is they aren't afraid to speak out about this whole epidemic. For instance, we got a chance to go to the 50th anniversary of the March on Washington back in August. And Nazar and Knox did a phenomenal job of educating people in their own way. You know, you got Knox, he got he got the, 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 the dreads, and you got Nazar, he has the braids and the afro out. So you got these quote-unquote rebellious-looking dudes 
that we out here talking about an epidemic that 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 is that that mainly our young girls and and, and women are being objectified, and that that this crowd is looking at them like, wow, these guys are really talking about this. I didn't know about this. We have a picture that is so profound, and in in the picture states it all. It says anywhere from real men don't buy sex to 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 uh, um, you know stuff about teenage girls and things like that and protecting them. And we need more men to stand up and make sure that we are protecting our young ladies. Um, and, and you know the controversy is out here right now. Um, you know we we see the videos and this has been going on for quite some while. We see the videos. We see uh, 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 how girls are, are portrayed, and we got to put a stance on that. You know, I have three boys. One of them, he's he's an adult now, but the other are two young boys, and I'm trying to be an example in that life of how we should truly treat young women. Yeah, it's okay to like the girls. I want you to like the girls, but, you know, you don't have to objectify them. You know, treat them like things that they are. And, you know, so our men in Rimshock are taking a stance in regards to that. And, and you know, Knox, he's definitely one of the leaders, and, and I'm so proud of that brother from where he was to where he is now. And I hope he does call back to give his story, too. For sure, man. That's what I'm talking about, strong, you know what I'm saying, strong brothers standing up doing something. This positive. is a dream come true. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. I want to ask uh, Sean Kim, how do you feel since you've been a part of this program around this amazing cast? You know, what kind of, what kind of feelings do you, um, has it been for you to just see this thing grow and to watch where it's at right now? And what do you see, like, for the future of it? What I feel is beyond humbled. I am so proud of Angela and the kids and the cast members. The fact that they are willing to be bold and speak about an issue that everyone else wants to say, I don't want to hear it. It's too hard. And um, and what I really see, and I told this to Angela the first day I flew in, I said, you know what, I'm going to make sure Rimshot plays at the Madison Square Garden in our near future. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I'm the type of person, I'm a go-getter, so. <laughs> it's awesome, baby! That's <laughs> all so I can say about that right there. I let Dick Vitale say it for me. You know, that's, that's bananas. He said Madison Square. But it sounds like but it sounds it sounds just like that. Ready, love, you ready for something like that? You ready for the crowd to go oh, crazy man. like that? We 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 definitely are ready for that, and we would be so honored and humbled to to be there on that type of platform. And, and to be honest with you, that type of platform, we need to we need to get this message out to as many people as possible. <laughs> well, let me see what my man Exile Exile. Are you ready for something like that too? Yeah, the garden. You can't say no to the garden now. I mean, that's, that's where stars are born, shine, made. I mean, it's. it's I mean, that's the automatic yes. Hey, Exile said, what you mean? Y'all ain't having no party if I ain't in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
<laughs> and I will do whatever it takes to make it happen because people need to know Rimshot. People better understand too. This is this is something I want to throw in because y'all, I have to I have to get up on you know saying on the, on my little small soapbox. Like this whole show is about you know you know transformations. So when you're looking at somebody who used to move them things in the street. And I had that same attitude of I'm not going to get stopped. You know, the, mm-hmm. the first time I got out of jail, I was like, well, I've been out of jail 45 minutes. Why don't I have another package in my hand? You know, I got to get my money back. You know, I just spent this money to get bailed out. I got to go get my hand back. And then when you mm-hmm. transform from that particular lifestyle and you keep the same attitude, you know, you see, you keep that same hunger for success, you want to be successful in moving a package, or you want to be successful in, you know, seeing how many dates or tricks you could have coming through as the madam, and then you start doing something with a righteous intent, and you say, look, this is my higher design. I'm not going to be stopped. Somebody better get out of my way. You better, you know, you better get down and lay down because I'm coming on through here. That's when the magic starts to happen, and you really mm-hmm. look at it. That's when the magic starts to happen. So I'm definitely, like, just supremely proud to have all of you all on the show right now and to just be like, wow, y'all just, y'all just, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a team full of ballers. That's how I look at it. It's a team full of ballers. Yeah. And and that's my segue because I might even be advertising for, you know, giving me some of that radio time y'all got. It's so lovely. I even think I'm going to run and play this song right here because the name of this song describes so deliciously what y'all are and what y'all are doing. Y'all stay right there four minutes and we'll be right back because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really, I really like this vibe, this energy. Now, have you ever asked yourself, like, what is beauty? Or what does it mean to be beautiful? Now, we let magazines and television, you know, the mass media define for us what beauty is. Then it's not even going to be authentic. It's going to be fabricated. That's why it's always a blessing when I see the reflection of my virtuous sisters. Like a sun shower when it brightens up the mirror. African sculptures planted by the river. Refruiting every season, her leaves will never wither. It's hard to find these precious stones when women walk around all day with nothing on. As soon as somebody wanna come and take them home, then they wanna get upset like what he said was wrong. So, just see my point of view. When you wearing heels and a pet of Daisy Dukes, if I can see your thighs and they can see your thighs, I always shake my head because it's hurtful for my eyes. Surprise that I didn't want to holler because money has no value when you steady chasing dollars. Sell your body, sell your soul like it doesn't matter. If your daughter follows your lead, she'll be caught up in a rap. I'm not jealous. I'm not envious. I'm concerned. When you prepare yourself for the day, does the image you portray reflect who you are? You're already beautiful by design. There's no one in creation like you, but when you pollute that uniqueness, dilute your identity and advertise it. When you hazel down those natural eyes, honey brown, you sabotage your value and your beauty fades. Then you're left to compete in the realm of the fate. 
check it out. Beautiful like Sarah, taken by the Pharaoh. Turn unto Abraham, he's looking for his hero. Royal and anointed, precious like an ointment. Yafi and Jamila are just some choices. Empress or a princess, Sheba or she Esther. Mother of the year award, patient under pressure. Seven on the whole food, farmer's market produce. Organic with the seeds, fresh squeeze with the pulse. With no bumps or blemishes, but if there is, letting your acne show all with confidence. Humbleness, humility for compliments on your afros. Corn rolls and kinky twins. Kinky reggae, Jill Scott and Guapale. Miseducation of Lauren Hill and Janelle Monet. Doing yoga, certified what you like to play. Inspiration inspiring you to stand up and say, I'm beautiful. Intel and quality. It's hard to discern when fashion leaves little to the imagination, but people will treat you the way that you allow or provoke them to. So, when you intrigue them with the brawn of your brain instead of the beauty of your body, you will not need to fake and make up your nature. It will be the radiance of confidence, the smoothness of your composure that magnetizes and mesmerizes. Beauty is fair. Its foundation is your belief, not cover girl powder for the cover of Essence magazine. Beauty is humility. It's self-explanatory. It's not a competition for attention. Beauty isn't dictated. It doesn't imitate. It emanates a hypnotic elegance, a delicate awareness of who you are and the consciousness to not be imaged in incomplete sexiness. Beauty attracts beauty, so when in doubt, check your surroundings. Just like that. Beautiful. Now, Naima, go ahead and take us out like... Keep on coming. Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, y'all. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm talking about just talent everywhere. I mean, Reggie Love, can you just stand yourself being around all this good stuff? Well, man, I, I'm telling you, this is what the, uh, when when Angela and I first talked about it, we said we have all of this talent. And these these folks have such a gift. And, and right now, I'm telling you, uh, and, and I say this all the time, we got the best talent anywhere. Um, we have anywhere from, like you just heard, Nazar, we have Knox, two phenomenal hip-hop artists, Exile, he's on the line. But we also have artists such as Lyrica Holmes, who is a harpist. Um, you know, and, and we, we have Joanna Johnson, who is a violinist, Thurston Lopes, a guitarist. Uh, you know, Sahara, who's a dancer. So, you know, we have all of these, this phenomenal talent in this play. When, you, when you're when uh, you at the play, you never know what you're going to get hit with. Teresa Lang, who is a phenomenal singer, and, and my, my baby girl, her name is Bria Anae. 
She is such an awesome talent. And then also Chandria Elliott. Oh, gosh. Y'all, y'all have to see all of this unfold on stage. And, and to try to pack this all into a theatrical production is so hard. But, uh, you know, we, we've done it, and the message comes across clearly. Well, um, is it too late for us to raise the price? Because I'm always, people are like, I do coaching. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I do coaching. I, 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 listen, I, I, what y'all mean? This always right. happens. Hold on, hold on, listen. This always happens. When I'm telling a joke, ain't nobody laughing. When I'm being serious, everybody busts out laughing. So I, this this happens to me all the time, but I can't help it. I'm also a professional astrologer. I, my birthday is May the 17th. That's the same day as Wall Street. So Wall Street is one of the determining factors of determining the value. And the the, the daggone official ambassador, the overseer, ain't even came on here and spoke yet, and I already got the same price at $25 advance. <laughs> Me, personally. <laughs> I already have the price at 25 Now, no, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I, I got this, this my show. I got to speak my piece. Now, I'm not going to get off of you here and hold back. So I just want to know, you know, where's the website designer so me and, me and him can talk? You know what I'm saying? Because I, they don't need to be driving all the way out there to Conyers and just drop, I only spent $10. I, I don't want to hear that. I want them to come back and say, I only spent $25. I only spent $30. It was a pleasure for me to spend $40 at the door. I bought two tickets for 50 and I had to tip. They didn't even pass a plate around. So that's, that's how I'm feeling right now. So, I mean, who – who I got to talk to? Is somebody going to text me the web designer's phone number or something or email address? What What do I have she, to do? She, she, she on well, the line now. The web designer on the line now. She on the line already? <laughs> well, I, need the I need the website designer to uh, call me uh, quickly after the show. Or you really ain't got to call me because I don't already express. And it's recorded. This show is recorded. That's we ain't playing no games. So somebody thought I was well, joking. They go, then go back to an hour and thirty three minutes into the show, and I and I made my case. You know, we talking about re- real life stories, bananas talent. Uh, the sister who's already, you know, Sean Kim already got a movie made out after what she's, you know, her own story. Y'all on the way to Broadway. Y'all got people who playing the, the harp. What? 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 Who? Who do that? Who do that in the A? Man, you know what that's, that's what I know. And she sings as well. <laughs> so, yeah, 30. I, I'm telling you. I, I didn't say 25. Are, I'm sorry. I meant to say 30. You, Excuse me. My fault. You will, you will not see a production. Trust me, that is the last time that that price will be that. But, you know, we, oh. we wanted to give a gift. We want it to be a gift to those folks that are out there right now. And, uh, you know, people better hop on it because, like you said, even when they come to the door, 15 isn't that bad at all. But it's more importantly to get this message out. And we said that, you know, we the, the theater, we're expected to sell out 900 um, seats. So you do the math on that. We're not trying to be greedy. But at the same time, we got to we have to keep this message going. We have a big old 2014 plan to take this all across the country, and uh, you know we are looking for supporters. We're looking for sponsors. Anybody who wants to get on now, when you can, get on now. Trust me, because this thing is already big and it's going to become bigger. I'm already doing the math on 
to me, nine hundred seats that thirty dollars at the door is not green. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. As I say, and this is one of the things I coach when I coach my clients. And if anybody wants some of this coaching, so you can realize your value, you can go to www.coachkaier.com, fill out the contact, and we can get you in tomorrow. We squeeze you in for a fifteen-minute review tomorrow. So, and you get a free book on value when you go to coachkaier.com. But one of the things I always say is price is only an object in the absence of value. Price yeah. is only an object in the absence of value. So for what y'all got, you know, what y'all giving up, and, it, you know, it takes money to do these type of things. You know, the creator it wants definitely us does. to be, you know what I'm saying, to be wealthy. The more money that we have, the less money, less money the sinister has. I just made a video about this yesterday about people not feeling worthy. Like I got a friend, she was making $130,000 a month, and then she says, that ain't no money. I, I need a million dollars a month. So I went mm-hmm. back and told that friend, and the friend was like, man, what what I'm going to do with all that money? And I said, well, what you going to do now, you need to get your mind right because it ain't like that's all the money in the world. You could easily run through a hundred grand a month when you're doing, you know, certain things. I'm a, the episodes of the Boondocks, the um, the cartoon for the Boondocks. Their their budget was three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars per episode to produce yeah. it, to produce it. So, I think people, like I said, it should be standing room only, and the fire department should be out there talking about, hold up, you know what happens when right. black people get together. So <laughs> You are right. That's, that's, it's, that's it's, it's, we, we, we right on the same page, brother. Trust me, we are on the same page. It's definitely a method to the madness. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 we're we going to take some of your coaching sessions, but uh, you, you'll find out we, we got some similarities there. Hey, I'm gonna put all of y'all on the just. I'm gonna put all of y'all in one room and just charge y'all one price. I don't even want to talk to everybody individually. <laughs> but that's what's up. Come in there with your notebooks too. So look, on one of the um, on one of the pictures, and, and any one of you could uh, chime in on this, AC or Reggie or whoever, uh, nominated ATL's hottest stage play, and uh, you can vote at atlhottest.com. Um, do people still need to go over there and vote? And I want to hear some background on. How was the show nominated? You know, tell me about that story about, you know, how did they get nominated and, you know, is it possible for people to still vote and if not, you know, what happened? I want to hear all about that. Okay, okay, I'll take this one. Um, ATL Hottest Entertainment Awards is in its fifth year, I believe, and um, I've been a fan of the concept for several years now, and, you know, I was out in the audience, you know, admiring all these people who are being nominated for their different categories. I mean, it's pretty extensive, but one of their categories recently added is stage play because, as we realize, Atlanta, Georgia is really kind of a hub for a bunch of different stage plays coming out. And so, and I guess that was inspired by, you know, Tyler Perry and the rest. But anyway, that particular nomination is voter-designated. And it's fan designated, so no one on the inside actually determines who the nominees will be in each category. The fans actually have the ability or empowered with the opportunity to go out there and vote for who they think should be nominated. And then that same fan base is responsible for voting a person into the win. So we have been going hard, shouting from the rooftops, 
saying, hey, we've been nominated ATL's hottest stage play for 2013, but in 2014, we need to be running around here talking about how we are ATL's hottest stage play. There is no question that we should win this nomination. Special respect to all the people that I share the category with. However, <laughs> we need to win because our win will also bring awareness to this epidemic. So let's talk about that. If we have the ability to go around here and say that we're 2014 ATL's hottest stage play, we're also 2014's loudest shouters about this epidemic, too. This is a so dream come right true. Now, no, no doubt. The dream come true is this. Go on ATLSHottest.com, scroll down to stage plays, and vote Rimshot Urban Musical as hottest stage play. And the hits just keep on coming. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Y'all know y'all know when y'all in the bedroom and uh and the and and, and the girl look up at you and she said, Don't play with it. Y'all know what she's talking about, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> same, same come on. Reggie Love, you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> all, you, all you ladies know too, you know. So y'all come on and uh get on up in there, you know. These, you know all these votes Count and post it on your Twitter, post it on your Instagram, put it on your Facebook, man. You know, stop, 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 stop hiding this. You know, and bring your phone so you can vote again when you're watching the play and say, "Oh, my bad, I only voted three times. Let me vote eight more times. Let me make it eleven. Hold on, let me use your phone. Let me vote for you since you're playing around. So, I'm definitely with that." Man, I gotta I gotta run some more music, man, before we get out of here. We only got nineteen minutes. I want some people to uh well first off, somebody gotta tell me about that about that beautiful track. I, uh, nobody gave me no review on, you know, who made that, where the beat came from. Uh somebody talk talk to me about beautiful. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I, can I, can I? Okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, you. Hey, you can, you can, I you can. Am, I'm Nazar's number one fan. And not because he's an amazing hip-hop artist. That's a big part of it. Spoken word artist, raw foodist, uh, vegetarian uh, chef, holistic chef, raw. I mean, he's just an amazing dude. Martial artist, amazing father. I mean, just an amazing guy all the way around. Nazar has really made me better because I know him. There's not a whole lot of people that I can really say that about. But when I tell you that Nazar, I have become better, I've become healthier, I've become more well-rounded, I think things through because of Nazar's influence. That's how powerful this brother is. Nazar, that was the very first song that I heard on his album. His album is called Hakatcha, and basically that means a root awakening. And in this album, it's like a gradual build-up through several different life lessons that you get from his music. Like there's no cursing, there's no there's no craziness, no drama. It's just pure knowledge. It's like a book of knowledge. When you sit and listen to his stuff, you are literally being educated. Like you just cannot run from being enlightened by listening to him. So one of the songs that I caught hold to specifically was Beautiful because he and I sit, share the same agenda. We both care about the the image, the self-image that our girls have. And when I say our girls, I mean all girls. Any youth belongs to all of us. Mm-hmm. So he talks about how these young people 
are objectified and how they really feel about their body, you know, and how they look and, you know, whether or not their hair is straight enough or whether or not the bottom of their shoe is red. You know, just and so he's really going in, just talking real plain about the fact that you don't have to sacrifice so much of who you are as a queen, as a up-and-coming queen. You know, your destiny is bigger than you give yourself credit for. You need to walk around here like you own the earth because you typically, really, you do. And Azar is the only MC that I really hear that's going hard saying that. That song is my mantra. <laughs> I go back and listen to it all the time. It's featured in the production. And I'm just telling you, you just, if, look, you need to come out to the production just to grow intellectually from Nazar's contribution. That's how hard I'm getting ready to go about Nazar. So um, was that a good enough for you? Hey, as I, well, you know, I got to go to, I, y'all Y'all brought the local hip-hop specialist with you, Chan Kim from South Korea. That's what I love, I, to, to even say something like that, hip-hop specialist from South Korea. Uh, Chan <laughs> Kim, you, you have uh, listened to these songs being performed live, and um, what do you think would be the effect of this music being played for people who are coming out of and transitioning from the human trafficking industry? For this type of music, you know, do you consider it to be healing? Do you consider it to be uplifting? What are your thoughts on the type of music, you know, that is associated with Rimshot as it as it concerns human trafficking? Hello, Chong Kim. Hello. She might have her Sorry. mic on mute. Sorry. It was on mute. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, first of all, I like to get one of those uh, soundtracks, <laughs> and I will be blowing it. I think you went back on mute again. Uh, hello? Okay, we can hear you now. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was saying, first of all, I like to get one of those <laughs> soundtracks. So I could be blowing it up in my car, blowing it up until I go to L.A., New York, and I'm stepping in the club. Because we need inspirational music. We need music that says, respect me, earn me. Because all these little girls out here do not realize that these guys out here, they're laughing at us. Because they're saying, you know what, I don't have to work to get to her. But, but the girls, they want to take home. And the girls, they want to meet their mom. Other girls, they want to work for. And these girls don't get it. You know? I remember back in the day when I used to listen to High Five and they used to sing that song, She's Playing Hard to Get, Positive K, when he was doing I Got a Man. I mean, a lot of those music were mainly about girls saying, you need to earn me. But it's more about self-respect on both genders. And it's basically, I love the music. I love how it shows people that, look, you know, we're stepping up. And these are people that are creating these music that are in their 20s and 30s. And I think it's so empowering. And it's letting people know that, you know what, being respectful, writing inspirational and empowering music Mm -hmm. Rhymes, hip hop is still cool, and that's 
Hey, let, let me say something real quick. Your Chong, Chong is being modest on this. But he, uh, Chong and Nazar have collaborated on some poetry, hip-hop stuff. And, and when I tell you it is amazing to see how they went back and forth, they got some amazing pieces that you guys will hear as well. <laughs> oh, she's in the, she's, she's going to have something in the play as well? She didn't write anything in the play, but she has inspired so much within this play. And, that's, and this is what it's all about. That's why when I first came on, I was just like, Chong is such a huge inspiration to all of the people in this. And now they're spreading it everywhere. Where, wherever they go, they're spreading this entire message. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't even want to try to do it myself. You know, you, know, you, you, are, you, already, know what, you already know what was coming. It's awesome, baby! <laughs> All right, all right. I am going to get all these tracks played right here, so y'all might as well. Um, one of my big things is, well, first off, I'm going to run this promo right quick. You know, I love to pay these bills. And then we're going to, now I'm going to run the promo after I run the song because one, the first track I played may be close to one of my uh, one of my favorites. So I'm going to run this one right here, and then when I come back, I'm going to let, um, I'm going to let Reggie Love uh, tell me a little bit about the background on this joint right here called Seduco Wing. The following is brought to you by Face Music.
outweighed the winds in my past. Shine a star for my nightlight. And I will know that you've allowed me to move on. Yes, yes, y'all. We're back. Coach K Radio featuring Rim Shop and the human trafficking industry. You can catch the show, the Urban Musical, this Friday, this Saturday night at seven o'clock. Don't play with it. Middle Georgia Productions and ATL Radio presents Rimshot Urban Musical, nominated ATL's Hottest Stage Play 2013. Rimshot Urban Musical integrates the works of a dynamic group of positive and innovative musicians, artists, scribes, and dancers while conveying an engaging, educational, and stimulating message. How far would you be willing to go for fame? Fortune. Things aren't always what they seem. The highly anticipated Rimshot Anniversary Celebration is on November 23rd at 7 o'clock at the Rockdale County Auditorium in Conyers, Georgia. To secure your tickets today, visit www.rimshoturbanmusical.com. Follow the movement on Facebook at Rimshot Urban Musical or call us at 678-306-3616. Rimshot Urban Musical, performing arts for social change. And the hits just keep on coming. This is a dream come true. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you all for joining us tonight, man, as y'all listen in. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Reggie Love, what you got to tell me about that jam right there, man? That's a duco. Oh. I'm going to try to do it some justice, man, because really, AC, this is like one of her favorites of all favorites. She becomes so emotional on this song. It's crazy. But this is what I want to say. That is Sasha Lakai featuring Lyrica Holmes on the, 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 the hook. And when I tell you another Tom Kim-inspired song, here's the story on it. I'm going to try to be very brief on it. Tom Kim has written, has written, many poems. She's a poet, and, and she's using that as an outlet to get all of this out. It was presented to her. Chunk said, hey, I wish somebody would write a song to some of, something uh, that I wrote. About nine months later, Sash Lakai came up with that track right there called Seduco. And I want everybody on this call to go back and listen to those lyrics. And you'll understand some of the anguish and, and some of the things that goes on within this sex trade, some of the things that Tom Kim went through. These are inspired by her words and through some of her poetry. And the way that they put that together, it, it's crazy. And, and this is what I love about the cast, their creativity, but not only their creativity, it's, it, it is reflecting on how they feel as well and how they can transpose it into music, and this is uh, and music is something that everybody loves. Um, we we haven't heard such positive music since uh, here's a hip hop artist for y'all. KRS One 
and the whole self-destruction mm-hmm. type of situation. We we don't get those types of things anymore, and, and we need more of that, and, and it needs to be inspired by, by trueness and things that are really happening out here in this world, whether it's all this falsehood that's going on out there. So I'm going to get off my soapbox in regard to that, but that's Sasha Kai <laughs> featuring Lyrica Holmes, inspired by Tom Kim. Mm. For sure. Mm. Inspired by Sean Kim, you just inspire mm. everybody around here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am just happy that I'm inspiring everyone and I I want to do the pay it forward. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, I think I I think you're doing the um mag magnifico. Magnifico. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. This is a dream come true. <laughs> I'm going y'all. She's going to bed right in the one three and the one four, all into the one five and the one six and beyond. But I'm going to have some turntables around here. It'd be crazy right now because she done come, both of y'all done called out all the classics, all the classics. <laughs> like, man, boy, y'all better be glad. Blog talk. Hit my account the other day and took down a bunch of my songs because, you know, I I, I go in. I had a crazy selection, but you know, if I was the, the one of my old joints, I would have to throw some in. You know, like, hey, come on, now, come on, Oh, ho, 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 ho! Before y'all get the um, before the uh, before the strobe light come out, somebody be over there throwing their hand up in the air. I ended up throwing a hand up in the air. I just wanted to just prove I was official tissue. That's all. I just, you know, I didn't want y'all to think I was just bluffing because y'all was on the show. Then when y'all leave, I start running with some country music or something. Sorry. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't work like that. So, yo, um, Reggie Love, you got a website or anything like that that people can get in contact with you directly or let people know how they can get in contact with you, man, how they can follow you on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Listen, right now, this but especially independent artists or anybody to go out there. Of course, RamsideUrbanMusical.com, that's a given. But also, we have created something called the Positive Arts Movement. And you'll see everything that's out there in regards to it. Go to it right now, www.PositiveArtsMovement.org. You can also hit it up at .com, and you'll see what it's all about. And what we mean by positive artistry is not just hey, you know, I got to I gotta have a gospel hit. No, nah, that's not what we're talking about. Tupac is a positive artist, whether people believe it or not. It's all about an outlet that you have. It's something that you can use your talent, your gift for, in order to, to create change. And that, that is what I want everybody to go to right now. Y'all, y'all can also hit me up on Facebook at Reggie Love, K-son, C-A-S-O-N. Y'all can hit me up there. And then uh, everything reps out Urban Musical. That's everything else. That's what we pushing, and we ain't going to stop pushing. It's going to keep going no matter how many obstacles we may face. It's going to keep going, and we're going to keep it pushing. Reggie, Reggie Love Cason? Yep, that's it. Bam. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I had to my I had to switch mics on y'all real quick. Facebook all good, and all good. Blog Talk tried to do a little something, something, but I'm switching in there. 
Yeah, so I just sent you a request too. Chan Kim, please let everybody know where they can get in contact with you as well. What do you say? Hi, Chong, do you have a um do you have a website or do you have a um uh, Instagram or a Facebook page you want people to follow you at? Yes, I have a Instagram and Twitter. It's Little Asian Girl, which is L I L A Z N as in Nancy G R L seventy five. And that's for Instagram and Twitter. And if you look at Chong Kim and find the rim shot as a profile picture, that's me. So it's A, uh, um, I'm sorry. L-I-L. Uh-huh. A-Z-N. Uh-huh. G-R-L. Uh-huh. 75. 75. Gotcha. And that's Instagram. Found <laughs> you. Right. I see, uh, I see. Shot. You can check us out that way as well. But your best source 
is to hit that website. Also, you can call us directly. It's not like we're hard to reach. Our office number is 678-306-3616. Again, that's 678-306-3616. My name is Angela Carswell, Reggie Kason. He and I are like, like literally in a three-legged race. Like, this is our they, call us, they call us Eric B. and Rakim. <laughs> That's it, for real. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my brother. That's my partner in crime right there, man. And, you know, special shout-out to him for sure because, uh, you know, only half of this would be possible without him. So definitely Reggie Kason, look him up, Reggie Love Kason, and Angela Carswell. This is what we do. You know, performing arts for social change, that's what we're about. There's not no other reason why we out here besides to let people know that we can be the best we can be and that we're all responsible for uplifting, protecting, and loving on each other. That's what all of this is for. So come out and see Ribshot Urban Musical on Saturday night, 7 o'clock. If you already have plans, go on and cancel them, okay? 7 o'clock on set at Saturday night. November 23rd at the Rockdale County Auditorium in Conyers, Georgia. $10. Where they do that out, Reggie? That's the last time they will see that. The last time. This is our gift Consider to you. This is, this is our one-year anniversary show, and our gift to you is a $10 ticket because that ain't happening ever again. <laughs> ever. Ever, never. But I promise you, I promise you, your life will be changed for it. So come out. Bring the kids. This is for them, too. You know what I mean? You'll have a great time. Rockdale County will never be the same. We're trying to love on Conyers, Georgia. So if you're on the east side, you don't have no excuse. If you out in Newton County, you need to come through. If you up in Cobb County, you need to drive across town and come to the Rockdale County Auditorium and check out Rimshot Urban Musical. It's that serious. There it is. It is. It is that serious. It has been my plum, pleasing, pleasant pleasure to have each and every one of y'all up in this jump with me tonight. That's right, up in this jump. You know what I'm saying? We was getting high. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't smoke, I don't smoke, but I still get high. <laughs> y'all see me auditioning on slow. Y'all see me auditioning on slow. That's what's up. No shame in my game whatsoever. Y'all need somebody with some long hair. I know y'all got a big afro, but (laughs) (laughs) doing something, you know, country boy or something. I know y'all can find something. I'll be ready for 2014 when the next auditions come out. So, yeah. But look, y'all, I appreciate it. Come out, man. I love y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. And we're going to take this thing on out to the hill right here. Well, for me, I'm going to run these last two joints and some more promos, as I do, for those who are still hanging around. We're going to run this Can I Be Honest in this blue spectrum to take us on out. So I'll let y'all. Peace. Bye.
seeds to reality. Then how can I proceed to that galaxy? Lately I've been straddling the road, has traveled in my peril. It's something like the wings of a feral in another life. Somebody is staring down the barrel, trying to decide if they gon' bring her into holy terror. We done all seen better days, dreams better ways. And we just trying to get the green like we ever played. But I was hoping we could find a way to levitate. Uh, you know what it is, find a way to elevate. When freedom is offered, why the hell do people hesitate? Hacking like it's all good, then and they can't relate. Suicide and murder is at a heavy rate. So we ready to be real, it'll never fail. Switch pages, follow a new direction. Allow me to introduce you to the spectrum of the blue. Why do so many become a casualty in all actuality? Reality is a battle when we reach adulthood To get on a different ladder when dreams are what we're made of Say it ain't so, say you never grew old and gave control To the nine to five nightmare rituals Walking in the dark pretending like we ain't miserable Disobey the art and living ain't really livable Your life passed by, then the poor bearers lift you I might ask why, but I know it's for residuals Learning how to fly, just become an individual. God created a world of uniqueness. Breathe easy and dive in the deepness. I'm trying to offer you the keys for connection. Close your eyes and step into the spectrum. Blow, blow, blow.
Let me start by saying This is personal I know it's kind of hard It's time that we moved on You used to be my sunshine But now you are my cloud It's time to turn the wound Let's turn them into the other day you called me You know just who you are You told me that you missed me You left me in awe I thought about that time I told you that you would So now I'm standing here I'm telling you the truth can I be honest? I gotta let you go. Can I be honest? We should have took it slow. Can I be honest? Please listen close. Can I be honest? I gotta keep it honest. I gotta keep it real Cause girl what I'm saying Is how I really feel Cause girl what I'm saying Is coming from my heart You know that I love you But why is it so hard The other day you called me You know just who you are you told me that you missed me You left me in awe I don't know what to do I have no place to turn Can I be honest? My heart is what you broke Can I be honest? I gotta let you go Can I be honest? We should have took it slow Can I be honest? Please listen close Can I be honest? I don't know what to do I have no place to turn Can I be honest? My heart is what you broke can I be honest? I gotta let you go. Can I be honest? My heart is what you broke. Can I be honest? Please listen close. Can I be honest? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.